they're going to be talking about the Jets like they the Jets. How do they do when they approve your loan? What is it? Whatever that term is, I need that to be my pronoun. My girls will go out to one ladies' night. That's it. They can go back with a rule book and everything. And then, what's coming to me? And then. All right. Are y'all going to kill me if I say, do we throw Michael when he got the skin color change? No, no, uh-uh. no, I demand it. Nope, I'm walking off the stroke. I'm walking off the stroke. He has a no, I'm, it's got to be a stroke. No, no, no. no yeah, thank you. Yeah. I was just asking a question. You know you want dollars for a stadium to be built outside of Buffalo. We have to talk not about just individual behaviors, but about the system, right? So for, for the believers, it's just like I have to believe, you know, the God in her, just like she has to believe it in me. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend about four brothers down here on this YouTube channel. My brother's from another mother. How was your week? How you been? Derek, talk to me. Come with it, baby. Hey, man. Uh, everything is everything is everything, man. I'm just, um, let me tell you something. I've been really, really, really uh, just in in single-minded on a few things. Um of a personal level, um, all I will say is that people, whatever you do, we're all men of a certain age, we're getting up there in age, man, take care of your affairs. It's never too late or, or you know, or early to think about getting a will, getting a uh, trust put together for your family, start doing a little elder care, um, you know, thoughts for that for yourself, you know what I mean? Protect yourself as you get older, protect your families. Let me tell you something, man. It is so very, very, very serious, and I have been, I have been uh, engrossed in that uh, for a multitude of reasons. I recently lost my father, obviously, uh, and um, so I'm definitely, as a result of that, there are some things that have definitely been heavily on my mind, and that is one of them. So, um, so that has been in my spirit and in my time. So, um, but, um. My, I want to shout out my boys that got me outside. I was outside this weekend, man. I finally got outside. I got outside uh, in the rain. It didn't even matter. My boy makes this, uh, my homie, he makes this huge 25-pound snappers, man. You know what I'm saying? Goes against mm. the whole snappers, the whole snapper, hooks it up, man, bakes it. And let me tell you something. It is the most amazing fish that you've ever had. When he's done with it, he dro- I went with him. Dropped that off in Brentwood uh, at a party. My man's 50th birthday out there. His partner's 50th birthday. Um, and I'll keep telling this dude, man, to get a business or do something, man, with this snapper, man. It is amazing, man. You know, people call him in all the time for this thing, for this fish. Um, as a matter of fact, you'll actually see it. I think it's on one of my Instagram um, page somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You'll see some of his work. Um, but anyway, I got a chance to go out there, uh, put me into a nice situation, nice party out in Brentwood. Um, great food. Great music, 
uh, great company. Um, shout out to my man who makes it Marty Multi-Service and my man Say Swa, uh, who also came with us. And uh, and we came out and we had a really good time. It showed me a really good time, man, while I was out there helping my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? And we got to watch That's the dope. game. You know what I'm saying? And, nice. you know, it was all it was all out there, man. You know, you you call it. It was it, it was there. So I had a good time, man. And uh, came back, man, and um, and now I'm ready to do this thing with y'all, man. You know, um, mm -hmm. life is good so far, man. I'm coming back, man. You know, I'm bringing myself yeah. out of <laughs> out of the sand a little bit, get my head yeah, out the man. sand a little bit. So, um, and um, you know, that's what it is, man. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to the night show. Shout out everybody for checking us out. Um, Damien, man, what's going on with you, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, but I want to also shout you out for what you said, because, you know, there's a lot of times we go through things and we get into this funk and we may never really get out of it. But you're talking about building, bringing yourself out of it and doing some things, getting outside, being with your boys, seeing the game. And it's it's important for black men to hear other black men talking about dealing with some of those things, because loss is a terrible thing. Right. How do we yeah. deal with it? Most people don't know. And most of us are taught that we can't share our feelings. Right. So. Or we're not allowed to, or we're we're shamed for it. So I, I just want to shout you out just off of that. Shout everybody else out. Um, I also want to shout out my family, man. Um, we going through it, but I feel like the family is coming closer together to work through things. And and um, there's, there's very very little, or very you can't ask for more, right? So uh, I just want to shout out my family. Some of them might even be watching, listening in. So I want to just tell them I love them and appreciate right. them. Love, honor, um, respect to you and yours, brother. For real. Thank you. Know? Thank you. Same yeah. to everybody here and everybody else paying attention. Everybody across the world. Um, shout out to Emmanuel. I love you. Miss you. It's like sister of mine. Um, we went to college together. Great friend. Um, great family. All of that. Um, my week was okay. Some struggles, some ups, some downs. I'm moving forward with my business ventures and stuff. So slow progress, but progress. But also, I've seen some amazing sports games. And I know we're not talking about sports. We don't want to spend the whole time talking about it. But what's up with the Knicks? I'm not in New York anymore, so I could talk a little recklessly. I see that Yankees. <laughs> but, you know, the Knicks is a part of that Yankees tradition. They, what did, they didn't have Jimmy Butler. Like, they, they, no excuse. They don't got Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and you struggling? They should be like, oh, yeah, what, what do we – how how many more days till we get to the conference finals? Now they like, oh, can we win it in seven? It's like, what? Y'all supposed to take to that, it, man. You gotta get used to it, bro. <laughs> get used to it? We gotta get used to it, man. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Be all right. Oh man. And I know the Jets, you know, you about to talk about a little bit about the Jets. So I'm hoping they don't have this Knicks energy right now. I need them to come in with some type of real swagger. Like, look, we got the advantage. We're gonna take advantage of it. We're gonna win. And oh my God, the playoffs has been crazy. So if y'all don't like, you know, if y'all don't like basketball, this is the best time to get into it because it's going crazy. Um Outside of that, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, Kelvin, how was your week? You know what it is for a brother over here. I'm just maintaining. First of all, Derek, I've been where you're at, man. You know that. I've been where you're at, man, and nothing like your dad. So, uh, listen, take some time, man. It, believe yeah. me, it's a slow heel. Just definitely take some time, you know. And as far as you, Damien, you know, I know you, you're you definitely praying for your family as well. You know, you're a strong Thank young you. brother, and so definitely praying for you. Um, I, I, there's a couple of things I want to say. First of all, Somebody, we, we have to do something about it. I don't want to sound like the person always complaining, but we have to do something about two things. One of them is, what's the story with all these solicitations on a cell phone? I mean, oh, I get 40 they calls were. a day. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's Kelvin. I'm like, well, who did you call? Right? And then, yeah, so we hear from energy savers. I'm like, well, man, I don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to hide from the student loan people. They hear, they hear they go soliciting. You know what I'm saying? And then the other thing is this. 
somebody, I don't know where my name and number is floating around in South America somewhere, but somebody is out there. This 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 woman contacted me, contacted me on uh, WhatsApp. And she's like, hi, how you doing? How's everything? I'm like, I'm good. You know, are you single? Um, what's that? And I'm like, miss, who was who this exactly? She's like, no, I just think we should get to know each other and stuff like that. So she's like, can you send me a picture? I'm like, can, I said, can you send me a picture? And then, of course, she said, she she sends some picture with her and a little baby and this, that, and the third. I don't know where all this foolishness is 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 coming from. It absolutely makes no sense. But anyway, she and I engage now. And um, you know, <laughs> she, she what I'm saying. She know your lady from Cancun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was hoping it was her. Long as they don't know each other. But no, on the real level, but no, all this stuff has got to stop. But on the sports front, I, I really, really um I'm enjoying the playoffs. The playoffs are crazy right now. I've never seen anything like it. I'm gonna make a prediction. I think these uh Knicks are gonna wind up playing. Um, the Sixers for the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So I, I, I gave up on them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I got a bad haircut situation. My man was cutting me and the guard flew off. So I, wouldn't, I didn't want to get into it. But the guard came off and I'm over here looking like 21 Dalmatians. So I had no choice. A, a, a slot receiver. <laughs> they calling me patchy over here. You know what it is. But I got to oh do as God. I always do when I bring it across the timeline. I got to throw it to the point guard extraordinaire. My man in your program, D, the man, the orchestrator, the devastator. What's the deal, baby? What's going on? Everything's good, man. Sports has been good. I, um, uh, the NFL draft was really it was pretty cool. The Giants got some picks. Um, happy with that. One of the picks that the Jets got is a kid from Lincoln High School from Brooklyn. The, the running back, he's from Lincoln High School. And another and the Giants, this guy named Riley, he's from down in New Bern, North Carolina, down there. So it's, it's kind of dope. I was happy with the draft and everything. In other words, you Knicks, mentioned the black players that were taken. I got you, D. So yeah, stuff for the white, the other kids are white boy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, listen, I like what the Jets did, man. I'm really, you know, I was going to root for the Jets. I hope they do be productive. I hope they, I hope they actually win and play the Giants in the Super Bowl. You know, that's kind of do dope. it. I'll sign for that right now. You know, fair man. enough. But, um, nah, basketball's been great. But the thing, um, what's been, you see, in my week, it's been a struggle, hard week. I'll tell you now, so many people that have been dealt with in my past, I'd rather have co the first COVID, the 2020 COVID again, than deal with these people. I'm a mess person. I got to go do, I got to go do long haul of study on Friday. So I'd rather have that than deal with some people that's been in my life, brother. Damn. Give me the cough, give me the pneumonia, give me all that good shit. Cause I know that should go away in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but Damn. the natives last forever. Yeah, and I mean last. that in general, <laughs> David, <laughs> in general, that could be anybody. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Lincoln High School. That's where I used to work at, man. Or that's like good So that's why like it's, it's dear to me on that one, Sean. But yeah, but everything else, man, is good. But no, I didn't realize something. So tonight, I was had some medication get delivered here, right? And the doctors are messing with their Russia. They got a whole system, bro. It's a, it's a certain medicine that's hard to get. They call. They connect. They connect is delivering it tonight to my crib. Messed up on the address. Yo, we be there in the morning. But everybody down the line is Russian, and they realize that. They got a heads up on us because they, they 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 came over here different than us. So they keep working with each other harder and harder and harder, like and harder, like you know. So they keep doing that, and then we 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 go to so many different people. They stick with their system, doctor, mm -hmm. the pharmacy, everybody is their people, and they coming out to South Jamaica. Well, no problem oh, dropping yeah. that joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy, man. And they getting the they connecting so well. I don't have to wait for it like other people have to wait for. It. Yep. That's the difference. And you know, people are waiting dope. weeks for it. That's calling boom. Yo, it'll be there on Wednesday. 
Yep. That's, that's right. a crazy thing, man. You know, but um, yeah, but everything else is good, man. Everything's good, man. Let's get it rocking, man. We got we got guests tonight, all kind of stuff tonight, man. Oh, what's the comment before you go? Uh jeez. Hey, <laughs> my brothers and me and more. Kelvin doing double duty as an offensive coordinator. Oh look like a wide receiver coach. He do What's look up? like a – come on, man. Yeah. What's up, Norette? What's up? What's up? And also, I got to shout my boy Maurice Shirley out. I saw him earlier. Oh, for comment. That's my man. Yeah, also, Kelvin, he looked like an R&B Maurice singer. Shirley. What's up, Maurice? I was about to take. All, all he need is a heron bone chain. Right, right. Yo, that's a good yeah. idea, yo. That's a good idea. You got more than just one international woman hitting you up after if you put the chain on. You know it's on now. <laughs> right, you going to look at the Tom Warner cruise. The jazz, R&B jazz cruise. You look at that joint. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Motown joint, right? Joint, right? <laughs> on a Motown 50 or something. <laughs> Mm. Right, do a brother foul. You do a brother roll. I'm just playing, man. So let me see. We got a we got a little relationship joint here, man. A woman mm. ends a relationship with a good man. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? So earlier this year, I ended a relationship and cut off an engagement from a great a great man. He was a good man. He loved God. He was a praying man. He loved and adored me. He was there for me. He was handsome. He was well-educated. He didn't have any kids. He checked all the boxes, but there was still something missing. And I just knew that I could not go through with this marriage. There was just something that did not connect. I, I felt that there was should have been a connection between he and I in order for me to be his wife. And so I cut off the engagement. And it was so difficult because he was a good man. It's easy when a person is not good. You can you can justify why you cut things off. But when a person is truly a good person, it's hard to explain. So I found myself trying to explain it to family and friends. And they were asking me a whole bunch of questions that, you know, I, I could not say, you know, exactly why. Other than the fact that I just did not feel the connection. There was something that was not there that I needed to be there in order for this to be my husband. And so I stopped trying to explain it and I just trusted my decision and I went on. But then I got an epiphany and it was just like, have you ever been shoe shopping and you saw a nice pair of shoes and it's like, oh, I love the color. I love the style. The heel is the right size and it's a reasonable price. Like it's on sale and it's a good shoe. But then when you approach the shoe, you see that it's a size six and you need a size seven. Does it take away from the fact that the shoe is a good shoe? Does it take away from the fact that you're getting a great deal for the for the, for the quality? Does it take away from the fact that the heel is still the right size? It doesn't matter. All of that still makes the the shoe is still good. But if it's not your size, it's not the shoe for you. And so that is what I had to accept. Yes, he was a good man. But what that feeling was, is that he was not a great fit for me. It didn't take away from who he was, but it was just confirmation that he was not a good fit for me. And that leads me to say that some of us are trying to force relationships when we know they don't fit. It doesn't mean that the, the person is not good. It doesn't mean that they are not good hearted people. It just means that they're not a good fit for you. So free them up. Don't continue to 
settle for things that you know is going to cause discomfort in the future. Me purchasing a size six shoe when I wear a seven is discomfort. Don't do it. Uh, I, I never, a good person being a discomfort, that's different. Good people usually do well for you. But go ahead. So go ahead. Wait, before, you, before you get started, Damien, let me just say, we will never get anywhere as people. I just want to say that. That station I'm, identification. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving them. But, but go, 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 go ahead, ahead Damien. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Damien. I, don't, I don't want to. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop myself. This is going to be a positive episode. This is going to be a good episode. Nikisha, hey, what's up? We love what up? you. What up, baby? It's all positivity. She want a bedroom, a bedroom bully. bully. All right, all right, Kelvin. If you promise to pray for me, I will say some of the things that cross my mind. You can start to scroll early, Jamie. I can, I, can I start with Bobby Brown jaw? Was that there was oh, no semblance? Oh shit! No. Was there a little bit of Bobby Brown jaw there? I I started seeing a little of the David Ruffin lip that was. God damn. Don't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> uh. Mm. Should I keep? I don't. No, no, no! Don't go in on it for that. Go, no, go, let's, go, let's go, go on the topic. Let's go on the topic. Yeah, go on the topic. Go on the topic. See positivity. I appreciate y'all. Y'all yeah, didn't let yeah, me yeah. go down the path. Y'all didn't let the enemy use me. No. Kelvin, thank you for not letting the devil <laughs> use me. I appreciate you. I, I was just gonna take it somewhere else. Right, right, what you, what you, says, at least she had enough sense to get out the damn way, so his real love can come into his life. So wait, we're comparing men to shoes now, okay? Yeah, hey, so, get right, right to it, boy. Yeah, yes. Donna says that happens. Uh, you have to know what works for you. Yeah, yeah and I could, I could dig that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Danny, so, what up, man? What's what going on? At, he said, "Y'all been lying to us. Size does matter." <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I add on to that, please, respectfully, because I feel like she was the one who disrespected Big Ron in the text, and that's who's actually reading that that sure, video. Sure and then I was like. If What's size, that? if the if this did her bang size fit too? Because her oh, bangs look. All right, she left herself Just... open for that. There's no, I mean, you had to I'm take that myself. one. I'm mute myself. I'm gonna tell you this. What this is my my thinking. Um, first of all, I, I don't really love the shoe comparison thing. First of all, because what you did was you you knew the shoe was a six, but in this case, you took it home anyway. You accepted mm. the man's engagement, okay? Other thing is, he checked about nine boxes, good-looking, educated, no kids, a good man, all these different things, but there's something that's missing. So if you're talking about something spiritual that we can't discern or that's intangible, then the, the problem is that you notice that, see, I've seen too many people, they don't have the same standard for certain guys. So there's people that will take the guy that's abusive or, or negative and all these things, have all these things wrong with him and try to correct it. It almost seems like the man just wasn't dysfunctional. It, it wasn't dysfunctional enough. Mm -hmm. It wasn't enough for you to work on, you know, and that's why your family can't understand it. You can't even articulate, you know, if you say, hey, I just didn't love the man. Then if that's the case, then don't accept his engagement. But you break up with this man who has done all these things right and by your admission has treated you well. I'm starting to wonder if people understand what love is about or how to be loved. I mean, what, what other benchmark does the man have to clear? Now, if you feel like there's just something there, at least be able to identify what the something is. At least be able to say, you know what I'm saying? Because now this man that did all that, you're going to find somebody else that got 10 great things. What does the next guy have to do? Levitate? I mean, at the end of the day, what, I mean, what, what does next guy have to do? I mean, really, you know what I'm saying? There has to be something, and a man does everything, you know what I'm saying, everything right. You know, so th that was the problem. You do have a right to choose or not to choose, but for you to say the shoes are six, 
you know you were at seven. You accepted his engagement. And it depends on how long you engage. And why did you accept his engagement? After right. you got engaged, you realize there's something. I, I just can't put my finger on it. Are you looking for something unrealistic? So that's the thing. Now, what happens, what bothers me is now, three, four years from now, when you go deal with Ray Ray and got five kids by him and he don't come home, now you go looking for this dude. That's the problem I have. Some people might be addicted to the drama. Respect everything. Everything you said, man. Yes, you might be. Some people, some people just love junkies, man. You know, you got you got you also have to you also have to um factor that in. Then I'll call them. I just call them love junkies. People who are just um addicted to like the beginning or the newness of the relationship, and then after a while they can't get. She said, "I thought the shoe was a metaphor for a body part." (laughs) 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 All jokes aside, I agree with Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but but no, seriously, you know what I mean? Sometimes some people are just love junkies. They're addicted to the newness of it. It gets worn down and then they got to go and, and seek the high again with someone else. It could mm-hmm. be that, you know, but um, but also, you know, love is not logic either. You know what I mean? So you can't just necessarily use logic when you communicate with other people. The only way you can communicate is using logic. And this is not something there's nothing a lot, you know, logical necessarily about love. You know what I mean? It's all feeling, right. all emotional. It's some, you know, intuitive, esoteric thing that you can't ever put. Oh, Terry throwing it out there tonight, brother. That's a $5 word. All right. Coming back. (laughs) So that's what it is. You know what I mean? So so that's what, you know, there's nothing that you can do with it, man. It's not going to ever make any sense to you or anybody else, you know? So, um, yeah, this is what I would do if I were you and blah, blah. It's just not going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think she did mention about seven or eight things listed that he was amazing and how he treated her. And she still was able to find something that she said didn't really work. And then I started to think, is it something that she doesn't want to say? Because she she tried to go through a whole Mm -hmm. mental gymnastics. And this might be a little bit of a stretch, but honestly, it seemed like she might have an idea of what it is. He he don't do what Big Ron does. And that could be the thing. But it sounds like she had a list of all the things he does well. She couldn't say one thing he didn't do right by her. So now what is it? It has to be something tangible because she did accept the engagement, right? So she thought it was going to work. She had to at least think it was a good idea. That's the whole thing. You accept she accepted an engagement the same way you accept a new car or whatever. You know what I mean? It makes logic. It's not logical sense. But it doesn't mean anything. She says, "Yeah, give her a year. She'll be she'll right. be in this text talk about hey, mm-hmm. big head. <laughs> Absolutely, yep, right. you know." And he did the great sex box. <laughs> big rock. <laughs> Look at that. So, can I ask y'all a question now? Yeah. What do y'all think happens if she ends up in a relationship with somebody else, and they ask her, you know, what happened between your last, or she goes out on a date, and it's like, what happened between you and your last boyfriend? Oh, I was engaged. Oh, wow, tell me about it. Oh, he was perfect. He was a praying man. He paid for things. He took care of me. He ain't have no kid, and something was missing. It's like, and, and, I'm, and you're listening to that. How does a man respond to, there was just this one thing missing? And it's like, well, you done named 10, 15 things that was great. What was missing? I don't know. It's like, what? What, yeah. Now, how do you place trust and faith in that woman that you can actually get to this position with that you might be looking for when she don't even know what but happened wrong with the last You can person? get to a point. Let me tell you something. Life is in stages. In one stage, you may want somebody to rock the bells. Then you want somebody that can pay the bills. So you, if you, you're you going to have to make a decision. It's a rough economy out here. Keep getting fly. There's a bunch of dudes get rocked the bells. But I'm talking about that coming home from work. That's yeah, a different and, story. Yeah. And my long time ago, long time ago, I heard that. What you saying, Damien? I would have probably hit it like three times and then ghosted. I'm keeping it a buck. 
Just on purpose. And, like, we know it's not going to go nowhere. Like, I know you're going to be a headache. Hit it. I'm, 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 she should have had enough common sense to gaslight him first, make him go upside her head, and then she could use that as an excuse. Oh, he used to beat me. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? You got to do something like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. No, respect to the comment, Narette. Uh, th- sorry, Kat, Calvin. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Derek is man. Derek got there two we in go. a month. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but now, if she resorts to lying, that becomes a whole different. Like, so now you already did. Yeah, that's crazy just to think about it. Yeah, and I don't think she's lying. Piece. I think she's. I think she's being authentic. I think that there is a way to let somebody know. Listen, I'm. I'm not interested. What I'm saying is, you don't get everything. There's nobody perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't get everything. So when you get the major thing, he loved God. He <laughs> treats me well. He's educated. He had no kids. He loves me. I don't know what else the man can do. You know what I'm he saying? Also, was trying to marry her too. So it was like I'm also trying to marry you. On top of that, you know, I mean, I guess some people they feel comfortable in their choices, and I think and she, she like he handsome. He like I'm like I'm like, is it you? Do you like dudes? I mean, like what else the man got? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's better to end it though because she's not disclosing at all. She needs to do her work. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's the and I think she. It seems like she knew that on some level. You know what I mean? That's why she did break it up with him. You know, she did break up with him. She knows she's not ready. Sometimes she's not ready, you know? Ortiz says, you know, Ortiz, re- she can't lie. Uh, she is online telling the truth. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Y'all was talking about how, like, um, and it goes back. Sorry, I'm, I'm just bringing it full circle. But what y'all was talking about with there's something missing with her. Like, and, and yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to keep this going. There you go, girl. Yeah, Kelvin. She talking Kelvin. Uh, my husband's got everything. Yeah, there you go, sweet. That's what they say. That's what works, right? Everybody knows Respect. Derek. You know what it is. And he, to add to what else he got, he got a scroll too. Look, he yeah, brings yeah. more. Even the scroll coming to <laughs> Derek. The guy gangster out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fear closing doors, etc. Okay, all right. Any more? <laughs> so, so, I want to go to the next one real quick, man. What would you do if this happened to you? This is a clip. I believe it's from a movie, but this is scripted. But what would you guys do? Jamie. Oh, all right, I'm going to take your husband and fuck him six weeks from Sunday. Maybe when I'm done with him, you can have him back. If he wants to come back. Uh, this doesn't concern you. This is between me and your wife. Bang, are you going to let her speak to me like this? Oh, he can't help you. Now I take it that we will not need to have this conversation again. Hmm? Are you serious? Let me say this. Go ahead. Let me, let me say this. Tyler Perry must have a segment in Africa that he's doing or something. Let me take something. <laughs> There's not a woman I know that wouldn't have got up and slapped the fireworks out that woman. I'm dead serious. <laughs> like, you can do all this side chick if you want. A, a woman that's married to a dude, invested time in him, gonna sit there and let somebody undress her like that. She'd have got up and, and slapped fire out of both of them. I'm talking about quick, the, the women I know. Oh, man, I was waiting for the gunplay. I thought there was gonna be more clips to it, man. <laughs> right. Eric, I'm not, I'm not, Eric, I'm not, thank you. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even mad at the chick. I'm mad at the dude. You ain't got your holes in check. Like you, know, like, like you ain't growing up on me like that. Like yo, ma, you bugging. Like you don't fuck this whole thing. I'm like yo, come on, we know we got a good thing. Don't do that shit. Like you wild. Can I just say the movies that cross my mind? You know that movie Tombstone? 
you know that movie know. Young Guns One and Two. You know the movie uh, the the um, Professional with Gene Reno. I thought it was gonna be gunplay like that, at least face off. <laughs> like I I swore it was like, oh, she getting blasted, blasted. It's gonna be on lethal weapon one through eight. I'm like I'm like D with it though. First thing dude should have got up and says, keep my wife name. <laughs> Yo. Yo, but he's bugging. I mean, I, maybe that goes down in Africa like that. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say not in this country, because uh in this country it would have been a straight everything. Oh, I, I'd be, I'd be oh so I think I think too, it's yeah. on Amazon, I believe. Oh man, I can't think of the name. I gotta look it up. I gotta Good. check that out. I'd like to see that. That's one just too. that's too unrealistic for me. I'm sorry. There's no way. There is no <laughs> way. Oh my god. Is, is the chat going crazy? Yeah. <laughs> the, can you scroll the chat? <laughs> What's up, Nessin? Yeah, she is gross. Take <laughs> uh, Earrings and heels off. Oh man! <laughs> Seriously, I, you're you're a huck, you're a huckleberry. I'm a huckleberry. I'll be a huckleberry. Yeah, I, <laughs> it would at least been Star Star Trek with the with the little lasers. Something would have because it's not even shot. it's not even a love thing. It's a, a respect thing. Like even if the wife was like, he and I ain't making it. Whatever, you still not gonna disrespect what I. You know what I'm saying? Brought mm-hmm. to this table, regardless. Yeah, Styles no, P like, got this song, and it go like, "Shoot him in the head, shoot him in the leg, in the back." You, you know, stuff like that. That's all. I'm just no, thinking about it. Shooting. It would have been no shooting. It'd have been that old fashioned stomp out. There would have been no shooting. That'd been too easy. No, no, no. She just drug her mm-hmm. all over that restaurant. What's you mean the Draymond Green stomp out? Man, I'm trying to Yo, tell you. Listen, this is how he should have played it though. After that, right? You see how his wife didn't get up. He said, "Damn, I might be able to work this out." Let me see if I get you know six sister wives. <laughs> he should have been. He should have been got his pimp game on harder than right there. Like, Yo, let me see. Oh, this how you're acting. Let me see. And then the because you don't up. have the audacity. You don't have the audacity to step to a dude's wife like that. Like that's the unrealistic part. That is somebody's wife. That regardless, and any man worth anything is not gonna let you disrespect his wife. He ain't gonna let you disrespect maybe his ex-wife sometime. Like you're just not gonna do that. You see what I'm saying? And she yeah. looked around. You gonna let her talk to me like that? No, no, no. The, the women I know, that old <laughs> something Boulevard, Guy Brewer, Farmers Boulevard. Oh, no, no. Sean, Sean, get in. Ain't no high, no. It wouldn't have even been worse. It'd have been a look. Wigs with me. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean get him a goodie packet. Sean, I got a whole story about something like that a long, long time ago when, we, when I was traveling, when I brought a whole bunch of stuff to, to a small long country. Long time ago. Long time ago. I had a good time. Long time ago. Long time ago. Oh, Nessa says, I think this speaks more about how women are conditioned to compete for men. Okay. Hey, hey, this Western society got us messed up. I'm supposed to have like three, four wives. Nah, man, that's too much responsibility, bro. Man, man. Yeah, man. Uh, me, I got to call Kelvin for another wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Y'all wow, wild for this. Um, so, listen, tonight... We gotta have a special guest going on, oh, coming on oh, tonight. You have oh. you, restrictions. Hey, 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 hey! Quiet, woman, quiet. That's on my set. The wife looked like she wanted to outsource sex. Damn. Your EOTs yeah. are fire. We is. just let the comments do the talking. We just re- introduce yeah, something. Really, and let them go. He got that. He gonna come back. It was the mule, Paul. It was the mule. (laughs) (laughs) Show something the doll where she punched you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) 
start this all over this introduction again. So today we got a special guest coming on tonight. It's my man, but I, we we're gonna talk. We want to show his clip to his business and what he's doing. Jamie, uh, uh, with this IV business that he's going on, he's refreshing, hydrating people and stuff like that. Jamie, let's go to the commercial before we bring on my man. Purify IV got started uh, through a friend of mine coming to me with a, a great idea, a great concept um, that started out through a friend of his in, in Swanee, Georgia. One of the medical doctors is my best friend. So I thought it would work well here in Cornelius in the Charlotte area. One of the things that inspired me to open up this space was the overall wealth and wellness and clinical feel. A uh, good way of, of looking at it is uh, we have a drip for pretty much any occasion. So whether it's performance recovery, let's say you're into a performance, um, uh, you're an athlete, or you train or you run a cross train. Uh, we attend several of those type of events, so we have a drip for that. We have something for the average person. If you had a long weekend, of course, the most well-known is the Myers Cocktail. Uh, we have something for women, skin, hair, nails. Um, and of course, we have something for immunity. The effects pretty much are immediate in terms of what people feel. They feel um, energized and feeling refreshed. Um, I had one friend of mine um, who followed up with me a day or two later. She was like, she just felt like she was glowing. She had the nail hair and skin. So she said, you know, I just feel like there's extra glows uh, for whatever reason. So I said, well, I'm pretty sure it's the benefit of the trip. When you come and visit Purify IV, you can expect a warm, inviting space. Uh, we want to take your mind off of coming to a medical clinic. Uh, we are a wellness clinic, but we more have a, a med spa feel. It's warm, it's relaxing. You can sit down in a uh, massage chair. You can sit down in one of our private rooms. We'll recline back, watch television. Uh, we want to create an experience for our clients. What separates us a lot in terms of comparison to other um, IV hydration uh, spaces is that we make all of our drips very fresh. Everything has to come direct from the pharmacy and has to meet certain specs. So we actually have mobile services. Uh, we go to Mooresville area, Charlotte area, Gastonia area. We can come to you. My personal goal at the end of each day is to hydrate as many people as possible and everybody can feel as rejuvenated as we do. You want to stay hydrated, you want to be hydrated, you want to be rejuvenated, and of course you want to be well. WCCB Charlotte's Carolina Insight is brought to you by Purify IV Charlotte. Without further ado, my good friend, Gordon Patterson. My good man, evening, my good man. Evening. What up, what up, what up, what up, man? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? How you doing? All right. How you doing? All right. How's it going? All right. So, Gordon, man, so explain, like, most black people, we wear drip. You putting mm -hmm. dripping people on. So, so explain to what your drip is different from the stuff we always hear in the streets, that kind of drip. What is this drip? How does it help people out? And are we how black you receiving what you're giving? Okay, so I mean, we're we're in um, wellness is a, is a very big push in our society, right? So everything is about speed, fast, um, efficiency. Um, so the way this whole thing works is, is is a new way of taking a new form of way of taking vitamins. So you're having it directly inject, injected into your bloodstream versus what we've all known is pill form right so when you take a pill it's really based off your kind of your, your gut health is how that absorption all takes place so obviously you take a pill it goes into your stomach it gets broken down it takes a few days to even you know really hit your system before you even start to feel it right this gets directly injected into your bloodstream so it's at a 98 percent uh, absorption versus 
50% what you'll get from a pill. So that's kind of the, the concept really came about from um, when we had the whole thing with COVID, right? So they tried to figure out a different way to push toxins out of your body and, and also create more immunity um, to prevent, to get ahead of everything and also create a space. So that's kind of where the concept came from, for, for, from a purify perspective. So um, we've been doing this since July, but I mean, it's been around for a long time. It's very big out West, very big in Vegas, uh, got very popularized from uh, people who got hangovers and needed to, to push the, the alcohol out of their system. So it, it was very big out there and I think it's taking root on the East Coast and I've started to see a lot more of these pop-ups, a lot more people who are doing the injections, doing the drips. And uh, so we're kind of in that vein right now, we're in that place. So we're expanding. Uh, we have a spot in Atlanta. Uh, this was the second spot we opened up out here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, in Cornelius, to be exact. Uh, we have another spot that's opening up in Tennessee. Um, so we're growing. So, you, you know, we're looking to franchise, and that's kind of where we're at as, as a business. What, do, do people come, uh, is it a repeat thing, or do people come maybe periodically, or is it something that people work into their weekly or monthly schedule? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, I mean, Freeze? Am I frozen? No, I'm, I think I'm. Your I think we may be losing. we have discounts, but yeah, you got you got to keep. Bro, I'm sorry, you, 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 you had a no, 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 we you lost froze. you for a moment, Gordon. No, if you, go. yeah, if you can repeat that, yeah. we we lost you for just a moment. Up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So to track back to the last question, people do take it repetitively. Um. It's just like anything. If you took your vitamins, you're gonna take your vitamins. Whether you're taking them every day, every week, every month, and I, I get some, some great and funny responses because you know you got people who take like pill pop. They'll take like five, six, seven, eight pills. They'll just line them up across the counter, and this prevents all of that. You know what I mean? And so instead of spending all that, um, once you try to drip and you 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 feel the results, a lot of people do make the conversion. Um, so we have a lot of that going on. So it's kind of a funny transition because we're spending a lot of time educating our our clients. Uh, so me, a lot of people aren't familiar with it. Go ahead. No, that's your question. So, like, that's good to know because I know a lot of women take like iron pills, right? And they, and, they, and it seems like they're mm -hmm. constipated women. So, do they have a like, yep. do you have a do you have an iron drip for women too? And the, and how do people pay for this? Is it, is it cash or insurance or how is it? Um. Well, you can't pay for it through insurance. Um. You you pay cash. You can pay card. We have financing um there are several things that are designed for, for women we have 11 different drips uh we have a, a a drip that's specially designed for nail hair and skin um we have drips that have copper in them zinc it's all it's got all kinds of mineral and vitamins it really depends on what you're going for so when you come in we put you through a consultation and we find out what you're looking for to get from the drip and we'll make sure that's in your your bag because they're all made fresh it's not like something that that's shipped to us. We make it fresh, so you get it right on site. And um, yeah, I mean that's 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 what we're doing right now. And how many times do a person have to come in? Like once a month, once a week? What is it? Um, it depends on how much they take because they're different leaders. Um, but I would say in general, you know, uh, three weeks to a month. Um, and and the prices can range anywhere from seventy five dollars to one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to take all the questions, y'all. This is my man. I love talking to him. 
<laughs> it sort of reminds me of um, I remember um hearing uh, like you know professional athletes would sometimes take an IV drip. You know what I mean after a game. Right. Like I don't know once me being of course a boxing uh fan. I remember uh uh Floyd Mayweather once took an took an IV drip and there was a little bit of controversy for that. Right. Um. So I guess this I guess it comes from that as well. You know. So um. You know. Yes. Uh, the question I guess also is what happens afterwards. Does it make you use the bathroom more or what? You know. What 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 are some of the side effects? As someone asked, as Marsha also asked, uh, any side effects? Well, it it, ha it has to leave your body somewhere, right? Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it depends on really how dehydrated you are. Um, so, um, d depending on the person, it's going to vary. Like we just did what's called a mad miles, um, event. We just did this yesterday. So they had about probably 600, 700 people out there and they ran and a couple people, you know, they end up throwing up somewhere along the line or whatnot. And fortunately we have registered nurses on, on site that, that, that consist and, and pull you up to the tent and we can help get you properly hydrated because it's something that we kind of take for granted, especially in our community. Gordon, what I like is the facility. How important is the, the setting? It looks like you guys uh, went to great lengths to make sure that the place has a very, very serene, uh, comfortable setting. Um, so uh, speak to that a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, no, another great question. Um, we wanted to create a, a more inviting type of space. We wanted to set it up. It, it's a wellness clinic, um, but we wanted to set it up like a lounge. So when you come in, we got some nice relaxing music playing. We got some some um massage chairs so you you can get a drip anywhere in our site we got what we call a drip bar if you want to hang out at the bar sort of like a starbucks you want to pop, pop up on a laptop it's not something i would do i i want to lay back and kick back and just relax and listen yeah. to some sounds and just you know chill um but it's really up to you um you come into the space and and we kind of cater to whatever you're looking to do for that day you know, we have a private room set up for, you know, you may want to do a couple's night. You know what I mean? You want to go in there and kick back. we got a TV in there. If you want to chill and get your drip that way, that's another way you can do it. So it's really depending on, on the person. And it's about, so instead of, go ahead. Go ahead, instead of Netflix and chill, it's like Netflix Netflix and drip or something like that. It's <laughs> some type of situation. Yeah, again, we're that's bringing something, sounds, new, something new, something different to the table with that. So we want mm -hmm. to do something that would be unconventional, um, yet stay in our lane. Yeah, no, I, I would say. Right. Sorry, go ahead. I know no, we all Damien, got go ahead. First, no, Damien, go. I was just, I was just thinking, what, what has the response been like in the community? And I think it was mentioned a little bit earlier because you know, generally in our community, um, there's a little bit of a distrust for medical, the, the Western medical field, and doctors and things like that. So, is is there a, a different form of a sense of community because it's coming from one of our own? Um, there's research and information backing it. You know what I mean? And and. So what has that real response, community response been like? Okay, yeah, again, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I would say um, there's been very little pushback in terms of uh, people not trusting the science behind it. I, I, the, the, the biggest, I guess, complaint we get is, you know, people who have, are, you know, fearful of needles or get, you know, getting stuck and stuff like that. So, you know, like I said, all of our, our nurses are, you know, they've been, great experience registered nurses um so it's really a walk in the park for most of them so it's really no issue finding your vein and 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 getting that whole thing started the process can take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour but you know we're not kicking anybody out the door if you want to if you want to hang out you know we'll fix you a mimosa whatever so again we're, we're a little on the conventional side but you know we like i said we like to cater to our customers 
So you have, have you, a drink and drip segment, like a like a you could be <laughs> drinking and dancing and dripping at the same time. You'd be stuck here and, and we ain't got too many people dancing, but like I said, you, know, you can kick back, we'll have some fruits out for you, stuff like that. You know, we got some okay. water, mimosas, stuff like that, especially on a, on a Sunday afternoon if the weather's really, really nice. You know, nice. so and we're, we're we have an inviting space and we also rent it out That's as dope. well. So people want to do they come in, they want to do seminars or they want to do a bachelorette party, things like that. So it's it's very, very flexible. Gordon, that person that's come also oh, sorry, go ahead. David. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I gotta I go after you. Go ahead. That person that has come to you and said, Hey, I was a little skeptical about this, but it actually just changed my life. How how are those stories? I'm sure there's there been people that have probably come to you to say, you know, I just gave it a try, but now it's something that I just really can't see myself not doing. Yeah, be, because the simplicity of it and how, how easy it is to, to administrate and to kind of once you start doing it and you kind of you get accustomed to it, it's hard to go back to taking pills and things like that because the, the feeling is just different. Gotcha. So, so let me ask you a question. I know you can make a lot of money if you got this drip. Do you all have the Viagra drip? You know what? I did have that idea. <laughs> we don't I, have. Yeah, I know they'll be breaking down my door if we get a. a bro, you get that. But, you have but, dudes down a, <laughs> all the way to Columbia, South Carolina, brother. So, yeah. so I, I need you to break this down, Demar. What are they doing? But right before the club, they're gonna get the drip and then try nah, to go that, to the club. Nah, the drip might last longer. Drip might be like a seven day package. You put the drip in on a Monday, you rock hard the next Monday. Oh my gosh. And you gonna That's walk great. days like that. I don't know about that, man. Listen. Yo, <laughs> you could call it the Mega Man pack. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Burn up. You know, That's like I said, we I, I play around, you know, I, I threw that out there a see? couple of times. I'm but, telling you, know, you man. Something down the road. But yeah, that, that'd be a great idea, man. I like I'm that. telling you, Yo. listen, ain't that's a money maker. It's not like a money maker. Sure, they'll get rid of abortions. They ain't gonna get rid of no dick hard pills. Ain't no dick hard liquid. I tell you right now, they ain't gonna nobody protesting. No hard dicks. Ain't never gonna see that. Never gonna see that. Ever. Leave it to demand. Yes. I gotta get used to you demand. I'm sorry. You call me Diddy, man. You call me Diddy, man. That sounds good, man. My rolling off my lips. I'm like demand. Okay. Yeah, man. So. Jamie, Jamie, play a couple of comments, man. I want to make sure we get everybody comments in, too, man. Okay. Kiara Adams, she says, every now and then, y'all need to refresh new listener on the topic. What's the topic? She's question. She's, she's asking. I'm not sure. Oh, Kiara, we, we have uh, several different topics. So right now, we're just talking about wellness uh, with Gordon. Yeah. Uh, but we've had several different relationship topics. But we're, we're about to start adding some more. But right now, we're just talking about wellness with the great, amazing Gordon helping our people just get some relaxation and, and some wellness. Through hydration. Yeah. IV. yeah, through hydration. All right. Sean says, really good company. Okay, we're going through these pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Sam, you're going too fast. Slow down, bro. Slow down. We can't get to yeah. go back. Go back. I didn't even see that. Okay, Nesson says, how long does a session usually last? take? I think he answered that before. Uh, 45 minutes for an hour. Okay. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're getting an IV, but you know, we also have, if you want to come in and do an injection, you can do that as well. Cause we, we do offer also like B12 shots, immunity shots, um, try, try, try immune shots, uh, as an energy booster. So we have that as well. Okay. But Sally, uh, says, do you take, uh, do you, um, excuse me, do you still have to take daily vitamins, pill or liquid if you are on a consistent drip schedule? You do not. Question. Okay. There's no need for it because you're going to get all your vitamins and minerals for this. Dope. All right. Yeah, dope. 
Uh, Annie says, I'm in anesthesia and my colleagues and I have talked about doing something like this because we start IVs all day long. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dope. Okay. And she thanks you, Kiara. <laughs> thanks. She sure. says, thank you, Kelvin. All right. And of course, any side effects? Um, any side effects? No, no, because like I said, this is all fresh. Uh, there are, this is real more uh, preventive. Um, it's not like it's a cure for anything. Um, but what you should do is consult with a doctor if you, you're looking for more information around this. But I mean, we have people who are sometimes they get overflow in a doctor's office and somebody just needs an IV. Um, they'll send them to us and we'll take care of that. But all right, Gordon, Gordon, I got to address the elephant in the room. Okay. You've been open to multiple locations. Um, is there some criteria that you have for a neighborhood that you want to put some of your facilities <laughs> in? Listen, just, man, our neighborhood is going to be. No, I'm just asking in general, you know what I'm saying? Because there may be one coming near us in New York somewhere. I'm just, have you been scouting out locations where there are certain neighborhoods that you you may want to target or maybe possibly stay away from? Or is it just kind of a universal random thing? Okay, well, I don't don't think this is for the hood. Okay, so, 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 (laughs) you know, we we can write write that off. (laughs) That you will see me there. I'm coming, Gordon. I'll come to you. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, want the, they want the other they want the other needle in the arm. I mean, to oh me, my god, you know, on a real, I mean, your health is, is your investment. So right. it's like you know, mm-hmm. not you know, it really, the demographics can vary. But yeah. but here's the thing, like we yeah we have a um we have a site, but we're also mobile as well. So if, if oh, people nice. are serious about it, and then we we run the analytics and in a certain area it. You know, I mean, we're open to you know putting a spot anywhere, but it, right. the, the analytics got to line up though. Right. right. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So you say you're going to franchise. How can mm-hmm. people get into the franchise of the business? You want to, if, how does how does that work? If you how you get into the franchise? Well, if, we're, you, we're, if you can't talk about, it, I just want to make we, sure. we can have that conversation. If, if we okay. have someone who's an investor, obviously we sit you down, we talk to you, and make sure you understand. You know, as a franchise, we all want to kind of be in lock and step and what we're doing and how we're doing it. And what you're going to need for your setup. So anything in the southeast area is something that me and my partner are going to have control over. Um, anything outside of that, our partners in Atlanta because they're they're the originators of the business. Gotcha. Oh, I'm in Georgia now. I got to learn about. I got to learn a little bit more about this. We might have to talk. Yeah, we got a spot out in Swanee. So, oh, okay. So, so Gordon, yeah. I don't know if you've been to Queens in a long time. You know, around the way, but we are getting gentrified over here, brother. Jamaica Avenue is changing up. We gotta get rid of one section. We gotta get something in Archer to go, to go away. But the rest of it got high-rise buildings, man. So come on, let's go to Queens, man. Let's hydrate some people. Let's get some IVs and get them right. Hey, we can do that. Hey, hey listen, I, listen. I'm born and bred Queens, uh, New York. It's always going to be in my blood. Knicks, Yankees, Giants. Right, that's right, baby. I live and die with those teams. I had a cardiac arrest last night. You know, except for <laughs> you had to get an IV last night. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that that team, man. Listen, this is typical Knicks, man. It's just typical. Knicks. It's like watching a horror show. You're going to be on the edge of your seat to the very end. I promise. To the you. end, baby. That's 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 good. It's better than Tyler Perry show. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon, do you have to take a, a lot of time to kind of educate? Uh, in some yeah. pl- places, people just don't prioritize wellness for various mm-hmm. reasons. People are trying to work so much. People are dealing with their own issues personally. Um, is part of this trying to just explain to people or, or educate people on how important it is to just take care? I mean, because we have people that sometimes just don't even go to the doctor. 
And right. there are some people never have a chance to even, you know, I, I recently we came back from um, Mexico and I didn't realize I was tired until I got there and was able to relax. So sometimes right. people just don't realize that. So um, is that part of the marketing strategy is just to let people know what this can do or, or try to influence them to, to take a second look or primarily a primarily a primary, excuse me, primary look at their own health and their wellness? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is obviously um, a component of this business is just educating because this is new to a lot of people. Some people know of it. Some people walk through the door and they, they, they have an idea what it is. And then there's an educational process that takes place with that. But that's why we're every every new person gets a consultation. Okay. And even after a person's repeat, we come back, you know what I mean? Because they may think we only do that one thing. So we constantly remind people what we do, what we offer, like, um, we're going to launch an aesthetics line, which is going to be a little different, but it's still in the wellness lane. And it's going to be mainly for women who want to get, you know, to the whole body shaping thing. So, you know, some some women want to work on those wrinkles and, and tightening and stuff like that and, and work on their midsection and legs and butt and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So we got a, a, a separate area we created for that as well. Um, so that's something we're also going to be educating people on as well. So we're going to have a little bit for everybody. I got so, to one of my, my friends that do that. The doctor. Oh, really? So okay. Snatch and drip. That's snatch your work. <laughs> it, it, the thing about it, it we're marrying the two programs That's because mm -hmm. if, if you want to, we're going to make you feel good inside and outside. So, That's you know, dope. So, so, so currently your demographic is what? What's the what's the salary range? What's the race demographic? Are they like what's the demographic? What is the demographic you capturing right now? What demographic you want to get more of? In I, I, say, I say demographic is probably. Um, 25 to, to 45 more in there but you know you have some people who are outside that range i mean I, i'm 56 truth be told but you know mm. people are like man you don't look 56 and i was like well i, I take really good care of myself i, I take my drips on a regular basis mm. i still play nice. ball I, I still grab rim <laughs> oh <laughs> that's good you got, got the good knees you got good knees I got good knees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't think I can touch backboard no more, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> they think it's, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible. Gordon, I'm, let me ask you a question. I'm 53 years old, right? I'm 53 years old. Um, I'm coming in, um, you know, slightly overweight. Uh, go ahead. I don't sleep that well at night. You know what I mean? Sometimes the sleep is erratic. Um, I'm trying to look at something. I want to do something health-related because I'm feeling a little tired. I work a lot. You know what I mean? I got a lot of stress in my life. So um, I want to do something healthy, but I'm not really sure what. But I've heard about your thing, all right? I've heard about the drip. It looks interesting. Um, and I kind of want to come in and mm -hmm. give it a shot. What right. would you tell me? What would you, what would you, how would you, how would you bring me in or how, what would you explain to me or, you know, how would you handle me right there? You know, I, I think um, I want to do something, but I'm not really sure and I don't really know what to do, you know? Yes. Someone like yourself. Uh, where, where are you from, by the way? I'm from Freeport, Long Island. I'm from New York. All right. Okay, so I, I can I I can straight talk you then. So that's that's what's up. So so I, I'm I'm gonna tell you straight up. It's like you know you want to do something like this, but you're gonna add it to your your regimen. You know what I mean? So you 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 know you can't take your drips and take your vitamins and minerals and and get your body feeling better, but still eat bad. You know what I mean? You're gonna have to change the way you eat. Um, you're gonna have to start, you know, exercising a little bit. You know what I mean? You start off small. You know what I mean? Don't you know? You, you, you have to do anything crazy, but do enough that you stay active. Because that's always gonna be the advice I'm always gonna give to to someone like yourself. You know, you gotta be active, right? So, and that's gonna get your your mental also feeling better 
because the better you start feeling about yourself physically, it's gonna it's gonna also have it's gonna bring your mental right along with it. So because the two are just joined. So that that would be my advice to you. Mm-hmm. In other words, take the Twinkies out your pocket once you come to see you, right? Gordon, Gordon, <laughs> Gordon, Gordon do not want it. <laughs> no, but that I, I mean, I think I think it's excellent. And I think Derek makes a good point. Some people just really don't know direction. I think that's why the consultation is so important. I mean, we're mm-hmm. seeing people, Gordon, I mean, die in their 50s. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just that, amazing. That the track star died at 32 today. The track star. Yeah, we're, we're, we're losing so many people. And did we fail the previous generation or is just life more stressful today? I, I, I always got to vacillate between it because I'm wondering, uh, did we like all I hear is about mental health today. So did our parents and grandparents just were they just left out there and paid no attention to it? Or are we maybe a little too sensitive to it today? Or do we just lie somewhere in the middle? I, I think that's a different kind of conversation because that's got more nuance to it. And I, I think that every generation does the best they can. Um, I like that. I like that. I agree. Yeah. So I don't, I don't blame anyone for everything because there's always going to be, you know, uh, something that occurred that that was great and fantastic. And it's going to be something that was probably tragic and negative. So there's always going to be that that duality going on there. So I'm always preaching balance. You know what right. I mean? So, you know, it's like people say, oh, uh, social media, is it good or bad? Well, it's both. It depends on, on what you're using it for and what you're getting out of it. You know, there's, there's yeah, good right. there's good aspects to technology. And it's bad aspects to it, so it's it's always kind of a little bit of both. I would say, if there was, if there was, I guess, for the people who are just hearing about this, who might come on, uh, catch us on the replay on YouTube, check us out. Um, and there's something you want to tell them to make sure that they come to you and they start to learn more about what you're offering and the benefits of it. What would you say to those potentially skeptical people, people who are just discovering what you're talking about for the first time and might start researching? What would you tell them to really drive this information home? I, I would say to do exactly what they were doing when you when you said research, do your own independent research uh, of this business and the benefits of, of, of getting an IV drip. And, um, you know, then you can consult with us. Um, you can consult with our nurses. Um, you can um, you can ping us, you know, message us and things like that. We'll respond to you immediately with answers. And um, hopefully that that'll be satisfactory. So is there is there an area they could book? I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Derek. No, I'm saying so I was just wondering. So it's not necessarily a thing that a person can kind of come by and just see it and they can just say oh well what's this and then you know you would explain to them the benefits of the iv drip or something like that they would have to kind of know a little bit of information before they come and see you no not at all um you you can come in and and be be completely ignorant of what we do and and who we are and you can come in and spend some time and, and ask some questions and um like i said we'll we'll do our best to answer all your questions and we'll send you with some some nice flyers and brochures and um you know information and hopefully you know you think about it if you don't do it on the spot and uh, you'll be back how does how does somebody book a call with your with your team with you and and get like the conversation because you know a lot of people they look online you search one thing and 50 things pop up you don't know where to go but if you can book a call with with you and your team how does somebody do that the best way to do that is go directly into our website go to uh purify iv charlotte.com that's p-u-r-i-f-i-i-v charlotte.com and you can you can you can message us and we'll respond to any questions we we have a lot of great information in there um we try to put as much detail 
And so we give as much color about what, what the information you're, you're kind of reviewing as possible. Um, but if you stumble and lose your way and not quite receptive or understanding what you're, you're, you're reading, you know, that's what we're there for. You, you text us through, through the website and we'll come back to you with an answer. Gordon, I just have one last one. Um, if you can, I want you to uh, reach out to Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. All right. Just just <laughs> if you can bring them in, do anything you can just to help. All right. Both of them. That's all. When you get a chance. All right. Whenever you get a chance. Not now. We'll talk about it behind the scenes. No, you need to give out some of these IVs to the Charlotte Hornets. They You're suck. getting a reclamation project, man. I mean, come on. I'm not a miracle worker, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he not big on the needles thing. Kyrie, you know. You know. Yeah, man. They got some issues, man. Yo, me, but no so funny, though. Like, you know, people saying, like, you know, say, do you research on this? But nobody do research on Doritos, Ding Dongs. Uh, any of those damn restaurants you go in, Chinese food restaurants, the red dye this and the yellow dye. Yeah. Nobody does no research on this shit, but they'll throw that shit in their mouth real quick and be good to go. It's it's it's, a, it's weird that what we research and what we you know it's over the last few years we just keep throwing in our bodies. And I'm guilty of throwing it. shit in my body all day, you know. But it's like, damn man, they mm. go hard at certain things. Coca Cola. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, brother. To me, as long as you, I mean, like I said, I, I, I keep it real basic, man. As long as you don't do anything excessively, you should be okay. You know what I mean? You should find kind of strike a balance with your eating. So, you know, if you if you're if you're training and you're taking good care of your body, you can indulge a little bit. You know what I mean? You ain't you ain't got to go overboard with it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's what's worked for me. Um, so, you know, but you can't be abusive about it, and then. Still do the same thing. Expect, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. You, you created no balance. So once you start doing that, then it's hard to come back. Gordon's been oh, in the same you. shape. He's been in the same good shape all his goddamn life. I mean, don't let him fool you. This motherfucker been looking like this forever and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said, his, I almost you, said his nick, I almost, I almost said his nickname on this joint, but that's it. This motherfucker's in good shape. He's a good, good dude, man. Yeah, I'm, just uh, I'm not embarrassed by my, say my nickname, bro. I, I, that's my family name, bro. And he can't be called. They called him Tonto for years, and I thought his name was Tonto until I was like 20. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I, yo, Demar, I thought you were going to say his name was Big Ron. I was about to say, oh, my God, I've been looking to meet you for, for a couple months now, man. I understand what you're going through. I apologize. I feel like yeah. I'm back home when somebody calls me Tonto, because that's the only time I ever hear is if I, you know, yeah, I was back yo. in uh, Queens in October, man. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're, when I come to Charlotte, I swear, word is born, I'm coming by and I'm going to get me a drip. I'm, I'm, right. I probably the latest I'll be in Charlotte probably be in October. If I come in there before okay. that, I'll, I'll definitely hit you up on that one. But no, yes. I'm gonna hold you to that. I, I'm a murder man of my word. You know me. So listen. Yep. Yeah, and I'm in Georgia. What's the Atlanta location? Sorry, D, I cut you off. I apologize. What's the Atlanta location? Because I'm in Georgia. You know, there's a lot of people in Georgia. They looking for things to do. It's in Swanee. It's in Swanee. How far is that? Swanee. Ooh, about 45 minutes. But yeah, honestly, on a good day. On a good free day, I might just be like, "Look, man, I need to figure it out." That 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 traffic in Atlanta is just yeah, it's New York, New York traffic. It ain't no different. Yeah, and they got five lanes. They got traffic. I don't understand it. Crazy. That's what I don't, I don't get. The Van Wick got the same three lanes. They got more construction on the goddamn Van Wick, but nobody said, "No, let's get a fourth lane." They do all kind of other shit. <laughs> let's get a fourth lane. They do everything. This oh, we could do a train. No, let's fix the bridges that go over the Van Wick. Get a goddamn fourth lane. 
There's no more land. They got to build stuff overhead now. There's no more land. What the hell? another lane, something, man. I mean, I mean, if you talk about near any of the rivers, you could you could just pour concrete all over that. That river, you might as well <laughs> <laughs> just get rid of it. Type type stuff now, living beneath the sea type oh, stuff, man. man this is horrible. <laughs> man. Uh, but anyway, before you gotta go, I know we over time, but before you go, you gotta name your top five rappers, man. Top five rappers? Mm-hmm. Don't say Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other people say Eminem. I don't know. Um, I, I would say my this is always personal preference, right? So mm-hmm. My personal preference would be I got to pay homage to Rakim. I got to pay homage to um, KRS. Um, I would have to throw Jay-Z. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I got to throw Jay-Z in there at this point with all the work he's done and over the length of time. LL Cool J, you know, because Queens, man. Hey, listen, I got to throw him in there. And one more. One more. Let's go. Let's go, uh, Buster. Wow. Okay. Nice Interesting. Interesting. Right. Nice I got a question because you know you threw KRS in there and he did make yeah. this song called The Bridge is Over and you shouted out Queens in the same conversation. Hey, but we hung out with his brother though. We hung out with yes. Scott, okay. Scott, Scott Larock, brother, that we okay. all we were, we were crew. Scott Larock. Yeah. Rest in peace, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, Chris, Chris Sterling. So, so yeah, you know the family. Right. Um, yep. But I ain't gonna hold that against him. That 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 was a beef. That was a queen. Oh shoot! Did I leave out? Um, Nas. I knew he was gonna say it. My, yeah, Nas. Oh man, I got to. He come off the head. bench. He come off the bench. And Biggie. Yeah. I, I got to put Nas in there for uh, for Buster. I got to put Nas ahead of Buster. Yeah, I got that. Uh, All right, I take that. I, I was surprised I, though. He your teaser was came at you. See, the ladies about to come at you, bro. You can't leave on Nas. Trevor Queens and Nas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LL Cool J, though, you never hear people add him. You know, yeah, man. A lot of work on that brother. Brother did a lot of work. Considering the GOAT is actually his whole acronym, he came up with the whole thing. You know what I mean? So he never gets added. You know, he never he, gets he, added. He was, he was the GOAT when he when he had more battle raps. I when all the kissy love stuff. I, I can't give him the GOAT. Uh, come, man, on, he, D, come on, D, he, give me a scroll for that. Phrase. Give me a scroll for that. His name is LL, ladies love. He, he came yeah, on. D, you foul, this shit all time, kissing and looking at that. All right, I got to admit, that was a little bit much. He showed Showed his range because he did yeah. battle stuff. So he I showed, know. Why would I you got some more? You know what I mean? But it's how I'm and he'll battle anybody and don't care who you tell. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> As a lyricist, man, he's he's at the top of that list, man. He's, would you would you say he was battling Johnson and Johnson when he poured chocolate syrup on that girl's leg in the music video? Because I don't know what he was battling in, but okay. Before we go, one more time, promote where you have how can people get in touch with you before you go before you leave out? I'll we'll make sure we get everybody how to get in touch with you. Okay, so if you want to call us, I know I have a number. The number is 980-689-4231. And you'll you'll probably pick speak to my partner or one of the nurses uh, that's working on that day. Um, also, a great way to get in touch with us is through our website, which is a uh, Purify IV, and we spell that P U R I F I I V Charlotte.com. And once you're there, you can message us and you can get all kinds of information from us, and, and we can go from there. 
All right, my brother, man. It's great to have you on, man. We'll hopefully have you on. We probably plan on having Gordon sometime some guest spots, man. He's a very intelligent brother, man. So we'd love to have yeah. the thoughts and everything. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We're on IG as well. So if you want to follow, Purify IV Charlotte. So that's where we add on, on IG as well. So you just want to follow and see what we do. We put a lot of stuff out there. We're very active on that as well. But yeah, right. man, I'm well-rounded. Man. I'd like to think I'm well-rounded anyway. So yeah, Last question then. How far you think the Knicks going to make it this year? They gotta beat the Heat, man. They gotta beat the Heat. Um, but but it's gonna be a struggle. I got I got I got this going seven games, and then unfortunately we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get eliminated. But we're getting experience right now, so we're 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 growing. We 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 have a program. We're well positioned to bring in, you know, another star player. Um, you know, once you know somebody like Fournier comes off the books or Rose retires, whatever. So that's gonna free up more money. So you know, we got a lot of young people. We got all our picks. So we're well positioned. Right. We're well positioned now. Who would you like to see come to the Knicks? Like out of the available stars, right? You're not going to be like, well, KD just going to disappear and appear on the Knicks. But out of who's coming up, who's available, who would you like to see make that trip to New York? I don't know who's coming available. Uh, that's mm. going. I think it'll be a deal where, hey, you know what? I want to get moved. Um, I, I think that Mitchell's two years away. I think he wants to be a Nick. He's from. The area he wanted to come here that that deal fell through. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be happy staying in Cleveland, you know, two years from now. So if if we still have a two guard spot and Grimes is there, I can see us. Hey, bring in Mitchell, you know what I mean, and take us to the next level. Um, I've heard I've heard talk about Giannis might be open to going to a bigger city, but I'd like to see us get a sharpshooter. If we got a sharpshooter on this team, I think that would open up everything on this team. Yeah, man. Okay. okay. Right, Sounds right, good. Yep. Yeah. All right, brother. You have a good night, man. And we'll talk soon, man. Hey, fellas, I want to thank you all uh, for inviting me to, to, to come through and, and chop it up with you guys. You guys sound like some great brothers. And anytime. And congratulations on everything. Congratulations, word, brother. Proud of you, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Love you, brother. Peace. Peace. Nope. Name me in the middle. So, yo, somebody oh. said in the comments, man, that was great, man. My man Gordon out there, man. Black and light skin. Doing different kind of things, man. Somebody said, well, Ray said, Derek, you might need to do a sleep study. So I meant to bring that. Listen, question. man, that, yeah, that actually kind of goes through. Uh, well, you know, that actually is something that people in my family have had to do before. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of hereditary. Wow. But I, when I was actually when I was actually talking to him, I was kind of, I was actually uh, presenting myself as a possible you know, Fine. candidate, you yeah. know, just, yeah. So, you know, so yeah, mm -hmm. as an example of the type of person who might want yeah. to come in and let them speak on that. But yeah, that's, absolutely. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so when we take the show on the road, can we go to the, to the, to the, to the drink and drip? I love Charlotte. Anytime you want to go to Charlotte, I'm down. Always down. Okay. okay. Charlotte is a nice area, man. Beautiful yeah. place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I can move there, but without further ado, and we got to get this little bathroom break on. Jamie, can you take us to commercial, please? Oh, Hi, I'm Dawn Kelly, and I'm the founder and CEO of The Nourish Spot, a healthy food and beverage haven in Southeast Jamaica, Queens, chosen in 2019 as Micro Business of the Year by the U.S. Small Business Administration. My adult children, Jade and Owen Duncan, and I established The Nourish Spot to provide affordable access to healthy produce to help our neighbors combat chronic diseases, to provide jobs for a diverse community youth. And it's no secret that small businesses play a critical role in the local economy. 
it's also proven that community is vital to the growth of small businesses. So come, let us nourish you at the Nourish Box. We're open Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to 6 p.m. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? If you like what you've seen from the Four Brothers here, give us a thumbs up. Like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content. Thank you for the support. Oh, Damien's away, but, Damien's you know. Away, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Late. Yeah. So, um, real quick, before we go to the next segment on here, I will, Jamie, can you please bring up Shauna's flyer? Because we want to make sure we help our sister Shauna out, support what she's doing out here in New York City. So, Shauna's having a grand opening on Saturday, May 6, 2023, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., located in the, what? Locally? Atrium and Market. Yeah. Artisan Market, local li. Uh, uh, local local li. Artisan Market. In Greenacres Mall. It's just another way of saying local li. Local Long Island. Oh, oh, that's what. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm not in Long Island. I don't know nothing local about Local li. Artisan <laughs> Market. I just kind of figured out. Uh, it's in Greenacres Mall. Uh, Sunrise Highway, Valley Stream, Applebee entrance. Okay. Cool. You know? Cool. Cool. D. I've been promising Shauna since last year to buy something. You going, right? Yeah, uh, uh, man. My mother turns 82 in, in two hours. So we probably going to Delaware oh. that day. Yeah, my mother's birthday. Oh, okay. so we're going to go down there. See my granddad. All right. Literally. Yeah, so I, I got to get something. I, I got to get something Saturday afternoon. I have to. I've been promising. Shauna's going to get on me. I What's she say? It was from 10 to 9? I might come. I might make oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. Hold up. The Knicks. We, That's from open to close. Damn. Because the thing we going to Delaware, we're going to watch the Knicks game as a family in Delaware. So maybe I might push it. I might push it. I might catch the last eight, like 8 30. I can't yeah. watch. Can you, I can't watch playoff games with people. <laughs> it's hard. What'd you say, Can you order it online? Whatever. Is it is it available online, the product? Sean, to put in the comment if it's available online, Sean, so we can know. Oh, she'll be oh, yeah, Saturday yeah. and Sunday, so I will catch you on Sunday. I will catch oh, okay. you on Sunday. Definitely catch D, you. Let's go together Sunday. Sunday it well, is. Well, well, I gotta be. I can't be out there until about two thirty because you, you know, I gotta be in church. Oh, okay, Ray Thomas. Yeah. He. I thought it was something. I thought it was something else. He said it stands for three ladies' names, not local li. Okay, so that's <laughs> different. I, I, that's that's cool too, yeah. But I, I thought it would be, I thought it was slick, local a lot. So I thought it was that too. So yeah, I mean, it, it fits. So it's cool. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be yeah. there. Um, I'll be there on Sunday. I'll catch you too. too. Hit me up, Kevin, when you get back. Cause I, I get up early anyway, so I do, do my other errands. I'll okay, change cool. my schedule around, so I'll be ready around three o'clock. I guess. I'm with, time, it. I'm with it. Yeah, what time to close on Sunday, Sean? Put in the chat so we make sure we can support. I was at the same. No, Sunday close early. Green Acres. We, you know, other word we call it is uh, native acres. Yo, well, yeah, you know, I'm coming specifically for this. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming strapped. I ain't fucking around with the green acres if you want to, goddammit. Let me see. Uh, let's go to communication with your, with your kid is a must today. Jamie, can you please play the clip for us? You got to teach your kids what the whole concept of secrets is. I showed them a video the other day, it's a video of a 
child molester who did 12 years in jail and he got out and he agreed to be interviewed on how he was able to get kids that he could take advantage of. Like his strategy. You have to watch what? this. He says, first thing I target is coming into the family. And I'll say, listen, if you at all need me to babysit your kids, I'm here to help out if you need me to do anything. Wow. And he says, parents who don't care and they're not involved, that's my easiest target. He says, who do you not target? If there's a very strong father figure in the family and he's very involved, I don't target them. He says, what else do you not target? If the family's got a strong sense of spiritual and they go to church or God, I don't target them because I have to be careful with them. What do you typically target? They're kind of kids that they don't talk and I see they can keep secrets, that's also a target of mine. He gives the entire playbook. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I've seen it up close and personal and uh, that's very accurate. I think the, the thing that catches my attention also is how strategic the person is. You know, we always think it's like a person with such a, you know, sickness and whatever, but they are very calculated, very, very strategic. And it's it's unfortunate. And, you know, even when he said earlier, you know, a lot of parents are kind of sleep at the wheel. When somebody randomly is about, can I babysit your kids or come in and help? I mean, I remember being a kid. We didn't spend the night over people's house. Hell no. Like, Hell. it was just, it was like a serious thing. They ain't play that. And, and, and somebody kill you quick over, over their kids. And, and, mm -hmm. and they should, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's very, very sad, and that's what that's a, that, that's not a, just a sickness. It's it's, I mean, it's deplorable, man. And the the effect of it, like I said, I've seen it. I've seen it ministerially. I've seen it in the clergy. I've seen it in in, in church. I've just seen it, and people can use kind of a, a cover their position to kind of cover it up. And what it does is it gives them access. That's the biggest thing. It gives them access, and I yeah. think a lot of times single mothers need to be very, very careful. Because obviously with being inundated with trying to raise children by themselves, people oftentimes are looking for someone that can actually come in and help. So I've seen it come through people's relationships when when men try to befriend women uh, just to get access to their kids and things like that. It's a very, very serious thing. And I mean, it, it should be um, it just can't be tolerated. And, and unfortunately, it is something uh, anything against people with children in particular, man, because they're the, 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 the youngest and the, the most vulnerable. You know, so that's frightening. And it's just, it's, it's, it's disturbing. It's a pet peeve of mine. I worked in youth ministry for um, the better part of, of, of close to 20 years. And um, that is something I was very protective of the kids, very protective always. And it was very, very important. Um, I always tell this story. I think I mentioned on the show before, when I first got to one particular place, uh, the young ladies wanted to take me out to eat uh, for Father's Day because they didn't have any paternal reference point. They had no fathers to celebrate. They wanted to take me out. And I was like, the only way I go out is you guys have to bring one, at least one or two adult females, one of your mothers or aunts. Somebody has to go. But I'm not going out to eat socially with teenage girls in any capacity. And so they did that. We had a great time. But, you know, you have to use wisdom because as the Bible says, don't let your good be evil spoken of. No matter what, it's just inappropriate. So I, I think, you know, any adults that I, I used to tell the kids this all the time, there should be no secret you have with an adult that your parents don't know about. And that's the biggest thing when he mentioned the secrets. You know, no adult should be going to a kid talking about that's between us, you know, nope. disclose it. Yeah, and I mean, I know that I know that bitch ass pastor you used to do that with that you were just talking about, right? And then then I had a bitch ass uh, little league coach that fucked up Rockstar Little League back in the day. Same thing, get in with the boys, cool, single mom, talking all that stuff. And then you'll you know do that crazy stuff. I I, I hate these kind of people, man. Okay. But and and it's really sad. But another trick, I mean, before I get on, 
I want people to warn about the AI, how AI is tricking kids. The, the, mm-hmm. the, they 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 telling kids they're using AI is calling the house and telling kids, hey, listen, this is daddy, open the door, or this is what you call go downstairs and come outside, and it be it be a it'd be a pedophile over there using your parents' voice and stuff. So parents be careful when you talking to these people, like you said, all these tell these things calling you and asking you who you uh, you want to go on a date and can I sell you something? They'll be capturing your voice and they can trick your kids. Wow. Yeah. One of the things I, I've noticed, you know, D, we and we both worked in youth development for years. I've been yeah. half of my life in some way, shape or form. Um, and I learned about like ages and stages of youth and things like that. You know, little kids, they they learn to communicate or learn about things through touch. And like, you know, our kids will grab a finger and they'll taste it and stuff like that. And it's all innocent. And then you you hear about like when kids start hitting six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, they're like, don't touch me, don't touch me. And they get really nervous and afraid of anybody coming close to them. It's it's it, to me, it, it is a sign of, of something that destroyed that innocent attempt to learn and develop as a human mm-hmm. when you don't have the ability to speak. You don't have full understanding of your capacities. And it's and it's a terrible thing to just be aware of that is that is some people's lived experience to the point where you know when i was last in new york one of the programs i ran was for juvenile justice you know you know demont and a lot of the young people in the foster care juvenile justice and and um supportive housing systems their stories are so heartbreaking you know they're so afraid to like open up to people they're so and and it and a lot of it stems from just being mistreated or misused or by adults and having their faith placed in the wrong person. Um, and, and it's a sad, sad experience that's way too common. One of the things I, you know, theoretically say, and, you know, if you can do research, you can correct me, that's okay. Um, the three places that I think most likely for something like that to happen is the church, um, the school, and what was the third one? It was church, school, and somewhere else. I can't think off the top of my head right now. Uh, daycare, I think it was the third one. But it's like, those are the only places where there is a, this thing that I'm calling an assumed level of trust. So you assume the people in the church or the school or the daycare are there for your kids or or have some type of training or have some type of uh, empathy or have some type of understanding where they, where they won't cross the line. But a lot of the people that, Kelvin, that you're talking about, they know what they're doing. That's the type of places that they want to actually be. Well, well, Damien, to, to that point, this is very interesting because when it comes to like uh, theological circles, the sad thing is you have adults that stood by and watched it happen. And they, you know, I mean, they, they watched it happen. And this is the thing that's amazing when you have certain leaders that deceive people, they can turn those people against you. Yeah. So when the yeah. situation I had, it was somebody I was very, very close to. I was never propositioned. I was never abused. But but the moment I left the place, people that yeah. used to speak to me wouldn't speak to me anymore. People yeah. that used to talk like you literally have people that you would talk to all the time. And then later you call them or something like that. They act like they didn't know you. And that was what I thought was very, very interesting. Yeah. There's people, yeah. you know, that that actually turned against you and you become the villain, you know, because yeah. you I- stood up for something. Yep, and you just reminded me. So it was, it was, it was. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna stop right at school. Um, the whatever religious institution and family. That was the third one. So it's usually people closest to you. There's that assumed level of trust. But daycare falls under the school system type. And of like D said too, probably you could throw yeah. sports in there too. Sports yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of, of bitch ass people in there, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Just um, and it's, time, it's, it's just sad. Yeah. I hope, I hope they all die ugly. I don't know if we have any comments on this. I know, Jamie, I don't know if you want to. Jamie? Yeah, there are a couple comments. It's scary. Yeah, it's a scary. Oh, no, it's a scary. No, you don't want to bring them. Okay. You're going yeah, to it, the, the best idea is to just think about all the ways in which you can arm your child with information and protect them from, you know, any person that wants to take, I, I, you know, I work with children. I've been an educator. I've been a teacher. I youth development mentor. I tell people the more, you know, the less somebody can take advantage of you. And I believe that as a general fact. So the more you can inform children, the easier it is for them to be able to say, wait, this don't seem right. This don't feel right. I already know this ain't what I need to be doing. You know, I already know you ain't the person I need to be around. Um, I remember, you know, being in the 99th percentile in math and English in elementary school. And I did this one interview for prep for prep. And they asked me like two questions. And one of them was around, I can't word for word. I'm older now. I don't remember it word for word. But it was like, if a teacher asks you to do something you don't want to do, will you do it? And I'm like, why would a teacher ask me what I don't want to do? You know, I grew up, my, I'm, I'm eight of nine. My mother had nine children. So I have older brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles, mother, all that. So I'm not, I'm not the dumbest person. You know, I'm not the most naive, right? I've heard stories. I sat around. They, my mother used, one of the best things my mother ever told me was, she just said, you can believe that if you want to. And that gave me all I needed to really know about the world at some point. It was like, oh yeah, I can believe that if I want to. But she wasn't telling me to believe her type of thing. I had to figure things out for myself. But that question, and they kept kind of twisting it. And they kept trying to make it seem like, well, I felt like they wanted me to say I would do whatever the teacher asked me to do. And that's not, no, I'm not doing that. I would never tell a student to do that either. You know what I mean? Like, so it was a weird experience. And when I left, I looked at my mother and told her, I don't want to go here. And she was like, okay. And that was it. Never talked to those people again. Well, that's the parent part. When your parents, are, yeah. like, I remember back in the day, they used to have like the Atlanta child um, kidnappings and things like that. So uh, when I was a kid, it was a big thing about snatching kids. And I remember my mother told me something one day, scared me to death. My mother said, if your grandparents come out here to pick you up and I didn't tell you to go with them, you better not get in the car. Now, I was older when I realized she didn't literally mean that. But I was thinking, like, if I can't get in the car with them, then I can't get in the car with anybody. And it, the, the, mm-hmm. what she was trying to land, to just be exaggerated, it landed. It landed. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. Crazy, man. And it's really about safety at the end of the day, right? So, no like, it's worth that. It's worth that type of comment to get safety. Facts. Big facts on that. So, speaking of another slime ball, I wouldn't be surprised he touched a couple of booties back in the day with some un- underage people because he's hanging uh, with Donald Trump. Rudy Giuliani admits in the yeah. past New York City politics trick to suppress the Latino vote in NYC. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? A dirty a trick, dirty trick in New York. Dirty, I'm yeah. sure. a dirty trick in New York. I'm no, so but shocked. Played by Republicans. By Republicans. Republicans don't know dirty tricks. How about this one? Okay, give it so to they, me. So they went through East Harlem, which is all Hispanic, and they gave out they gave out they gave out little cards, and the card said, "If you come to vote, make sure you have your green card because INS are picking up illegals." Oh my gosh! So the they spread they it all the over the Hispanic. Yeah. Cat. After the election, the Clinton uh, Civil Rights Division investigated me. I was on vacation after the election, and I get a call from my lawyer, Denny Young, and he says, uh, uh, Rudy, 
we got a, a, the Justice Department's investigating us. Uh, Janet Reno's coming after us. Uh, we violated civil <laughs> rights. I said, Jenny, you're a lawyer. Think about it. What civil rights do we violate? They don't have civil rights. But we all we did is prevent people who can't vote from voting. Yeah. Maybe we tricked them, but trick, tricking is not a crime. Oh, and, th and in those days, we didn't have crazy prosecutors. Nowadays, they probably prosecute you for it, even though it isn't. And th that's the way we kept down the Hispanic mm. vote. This is what we don't do. Not the legal's vote, the illegal vote. Yeah, of yeah course. people don't have yeah. the right to vote. Illegal vote. Yeah. Can I, the Hispanic can, illegal vote, which takes away the Hispanic legal vote. Such propaganda about the illegal vote, Spanish illegal, illegal people voting, it's less than 1%. You don't understand, really is. Yeah, I don't understand why, why people look dead and don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I got to learn how to say things like you, Kelvin, so I don't get the score. He looked like he died five years ago and sitting there. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But let me say something. I knew him then. I remember when he beat Nick. I remember then. And the way he got in, when I went to bed, Dinkins was up. It was Staten Island that put him over the top. I think I think capital punishment was on the bill or something. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what it was. Staten Island was trying to break away from New York. You remember that? They was trying to get some type of independence from New York. And that's what brought <laughs> all them out. And they came to the polls and they put him in. They put him in because Dinkins would have had two terms. They put him in. And when I went to bed, Dinkins was up. Mm -hmm. When I woke up, Joanna had won it. And that's what brought the people to the polls. That's exactly I remember what remember. And, that, and Jew. that Jew, the Jew, the Jew kid that killed that time. Uh, oh, Park. that's right. That's right. It was the thing with the ambulance picked one kid up and didn't it didn't get the, the black kid got hit and they didn't pick him up. They, yeah. It was a private uh um ambulance that they yeah. picked the other kid up, the Jewish kid. Yeah. But yeah, he I mean, put like this, we knew what he was here. But then when he got on the national stage, and then he was a crook. Him, the same thing with Bernard Carrick. He got they uh, Bush uh, recommended Bernard Carrick to be the head of Homeland Security. Then they saw this investigating him. The feds, he wound up in jail. And Giuliani, I don't even know why he ate in jail. It's the same thing. Just really, really foul. But I'll tell you, when I tell you that racism don't die, I'm talking about, I'm talking about these dudes. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad. He, he's ridiculous. So the comfort in which you could talk about how you misled and disrespected people and, and, and lied where you're supposed to be the symbol of integrity, the representation of a group or people or or the country or this idea of democracy, which this country isn't, you know, that type of stuff is is what gets me where they're comfortably like, yeah, we tricked them. Damien, let like, me tell you something. You may have been too young to remember this, but let me say this. So so back in the day, I knew somebody in the 90s who was very close to his ex-wife. He was riding around with his mistress in his cabinet, okay? And he, got, he he separated from his wife Hanover. He wanted to move the mistress into Gracie Mansion. I remember that. Okay, so what that. happened was they was about to blow the story wide open, and nine eleven happened. Nine mm. eleven happened. And My began man became a star, country, a rock yep, star. Country, yep, country's mayor. And remember yep. his second, his first wife was his cousin, right? Something like that. I heard like, something about that. Yeah, that yeah. I can't substantiate, but I do know his ex-wife because his ex-wife used to talk to a friend of mine and confide in her. Well, obviously, I that's guess right. That's right. Tim but is she, right. 
Tim says when 9-11 happened, they had to get him from his side chick house, and they tried to make him a hero. Tried to. They did. They did. And he became that America's man thing. That's what happened. And that's the funny thing. When he ran for president, he was like, all right, I'm getting killed. But when I go to Florida, all the New Yorkers down there, this is Rudy country. And he still got scraped. Mm -hmm. And, and, and he's in a debate, and one dude said, "He said you only got two, three answers: yes, no, and nine 11 mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, I did remember going to sleep. Dinkins was up and waking up, hearing that other dude Rudolph. Yeah, <laughs> Rudolph Giuliani. And this was me as a kid. You know, yeah. you never talk either. Never talk. I was having a lisp. I'm like, fixed. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Jamie wrote in the private chat, his ex-wife found out he was divorcing her on the on the Channel 5, on the 5 p.m. news. I remember, damn, you're bringing back some old... Every time, memories, I, every time I say something that I'm not supposed to say, Marsha hit me up like, you know, you're wrong. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Marsha, man. Shout out to Marsha. Mm-hmm. But, um, let's see what next is up is the rapper, the brat. Say... Says her and her wife chose a white sperm donor because the only black sperm donor presented to them looked like Jimmy Cr- Jimmy Cricket. Jimmy, can you play the clip for us, please? Rapper DeBrat says she and her wife chose a white sperm donor because the only black donor presented to them looked like Jiminy Cricket. Since the announcement, the couple has been catching backlash. Brett's wife Judy takes to her Instagram to address the situation. She posted a response video with a caption that reads, So, as a mother of three beautiful black kids, and even a black grandbaby, I want to clarify SHIT to avoid this storyline from continuing that we choose our donor off of looks and that we didn't want a black donor. Here's some things you should know. 1. We had no idea going into this that our chances of a black donor would be slim to none. 2. That I was a carrier of so many disorders. 3. That our window was so slim and such high risk because of age and more. 4. With my genetic testing I'm the carrier of 4 disorders that reduced our chances of a black donor down to one person and that one person had very limited info portfolio to judge on. Including background. 5. I'm honestly disappointed more than anything at the storyline, but do understand the lack of knowledge on IVF in our community because a lot of people don't even realize all the things when it comes with the journey including lack of black donors, genetic testing, age where most your eggs are gone, etc. 6. The headlines are misleading but also my wife made a distasteful joke and now it's attached to the headline and making it seem like we choose strictly off of looks and we didn't at all. Attempt to find a black donor when in fact not only did we try, but we also waited to see if more would pop up over time, but had to stay within the window that we had to choose. Furthermore people think just cause you have money that anything is possible, but no amount of money was changing the cryobank's inventory. 7. Our baby created with a healthy baby first mindset once we learned all the things, was a hard decision and of course we didn't want to add any other stigmas or anything to our child, but we had severely limited options. Thanks to all the people supporting us on our journey, and I truly hope this brings awareness to more black men to donate. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, we back? Oh, I'm sorry. Don't do it. Don't I'm do sorry. it. There's still hope. I'm sorry. There's still hope. Listen, after her hearing, I, I I can dig it, man. I wish I can't believe that that's not that many brothers jerking off into a dish. 
for a couple of dollars. How much they paying a jerk off? I know back in the day they used to get blood for like thirty dollars. I think it's like seventy five dollars blood. How much you give it for sperm? Anybody know? No, about a hundred bucks. I do maybe. not know. But can I ask a question? Right. The headline did say the brat says that they chose it, right? Like, so uh, is there some type of defamation because that's not the truth? Is there some of that going on, or they just no? She admitted that, that she said it was a joke. Yeah, she oh, she said cricket. it as a joke. Yeah, it was a joke, yeah, and it's people said Jimmy the mm. Cricket, but. But what always bothers me is everybody puts everything on social media and then when people respond to what they put on there, then it's a big issue. Nobody would have known about that. Or in my case, nobody would have cared about it. That's what Um, Tim Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it'd be better for me to to digress because the enemy is trying to use me. I'm not going to let them do it. Not in the last half of the show. So it's, it's right. Everything you said, right? So it's such a private thing anyway, right? Like that, that's one of the most private things you can do, especially if it's, if it's a huge risk and a huge chance of failure, why would you even start talking about it? Cause now you're going to bring the type of energy that you probably don't need when you're going through that type of risky procedure. So, I mean, this, maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm too logical at this moment. I but, think somebody uh, could have blew a back out for those black, had a couple of dollars, could have blew it out, <laughs> made, no. the brat, made the brat watch. No, no disrespect to anybody. I just want to take a moment to to salute my late parents. Thank you. So, thank you. <laughs> nah, so I'm sorry. I just I'm back. I just want to say that. Thank you. Oh my Yo, god! Right. See, yeah, I'm trying to be respectful. You know what? I'm going in. Like, what's the next one? Thomas are you all right, man? They like you know, just be quiet. No, we all would never know. We would say, oh, they had a light skinned baby. That's it. We would have said, damn, how did Brad get her pregnant? <laughs> the baby that came out light skin. He said, "Damn, how did Brad do that? That dildo different." She got <laughs> vegan penis. <laughs> <laughs> them, them new dildos shoot sperm, baby. There we go. There we go. Been waiting yeah. on it. Derek, you know how a shooter just misses the shot all night. He finally started yeah. getting the drop. Yeah. <laughs> he finally yeah. started the drop. Ah man, that be bullshit, man. I, I was actually ahead for most of the show. Shit, nah, but I, I, feel, I, 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 I ain't let you go out alone, brother. Thank you, brother. But, you no, know, uh, but now I feel I feel bad. I understand that because I know I have some friends that went through the same thing, like before, like trying to get pregnant and stuff like that. I know a few people that's kind of hard. I just wish they would stay quiet. Some things people just don't need to know. You don't. Yeah, I just be- I salute our community for not being there. That's all. Right. There's only one brother to choose from. Thank you, brothers. That's right. Thank you. Oh. But I mean, no, it might have been hard trying to find a brother like, like Coochie down there that would have hit it. It might have been hard in Atlanta. It might have been hard. You know what I think? Thing. I think I'm going to get a scroll just for being near D. That's what I Yo, I'm, I'm worried. I'm like, can he switch me and, and, and Derek? Because I just, yo, I'm, I was like, damn. And I, you know, I could go. And I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's just saying. They probably went to the you club. You going for fifty, Curry? You going for fifty, right? You trying to drop fifty, right? Nah, they now. probably went to the. They probably went out there and it's like everybody wanted milk and cookies, so they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get nobody. That woman ain't bad looking. Oh my god! So you were right, yeah. Calvin. You the shoot it, the first. He saw the first shot drop, and then it was that's all he needed. He's on fire. He nah, 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 nah. Got that layup. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I feel bad for him. Hope. You know, hope they have their little baby be born healthy and everything, man. You know, Yo, I was just born at the right time. I won't yeah, trade it's it. It's different. Yeah, I just won't trade it. Thank you for the 70s. God Word. bless you. Right. They, 70s real. and 80s, 
Even that man, crash epidemic in that late 80s, early 90s. Thank I, you, I mean, but I'll take it. I I'll take it every day. <laughs> but it's almost like what I said. I'd rather have COVID. I'd rather go back to those. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what we out here doing now, man. And now it's weird, old shit, man. <laughs> See, when I was a kid, they'd be like, it's a boy. It's a girl. Now they'd be like... Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a yo, it's Calvin. Yo, y'all... Oh, my God. I, 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 they say it's undecided. That's not funny. I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. I want to thank everybody for my last week with the show, by the way. I know. <laughs> thank you. They're going to change their name to Canceled Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin Samuels. Oh, that happened to me one time. I dated somebody 10 years younger than me when I was 36. My friend talking about, he called me R. Kelvin. I'm like, you foul, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say about me then, that then? <laughs> oh my God! We got oh my God. Oh, Kelvin. <laughs> oh, I feel like Jamie just waiting to hit the next girl. He like <laughs> holding himself back. Yeah, that's gonna need to be told. But that's um, right. you know, all right, one more. Here we go. Most men can't afford a traditional woman. Jamie, play the clip, please. If you want a traditional woman, you got to create a traditional environment. There's so many dudes that. Expect a woman to go to work 40 hours a week, come home, clean up the whole house, cook a meal, take care of the kids, put the kids to bed, have porn star sex with them, and pay half of the bills. That's not realistic. Traditionally, man paid all the bills, and the woman stayed home and took care of the house. So if you don't make enough money to create that type of infrastructure, then you cannot claim to want a traditional woman because you are not a traditional man. It got to go both ways. Like, you can't have tradition when it's convenient for you to. Like, yeah, I want to go half on the, you know, bills and all of that, but I still need you cooking, cleaning, and doing everything, you know what I'm saying, that a traditional woman is supposed to do. Meanwhile, I'm not providing like a traditional man did. That makes zero sense. But so many men in this area expect that. There's respect to what he's saying. I think I think there's a little there's a medium somewhere in there because I think what it is maybe more so traditional family. Like in other words, I think what it would be today is sometimes the husband may have to clean and do some stuff like that too. And sometimes it just I think it varies because the average today we live in a time where really <coughs> a household needs more than one earner. It's just a That's different right. time. It's just a different day. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be kind of hard. Now I've seen some people that are in that one percent where their wives don't have to really do anything. But what they want to do, but everybody can't afford that. Times have changed over the last three years. Um, uh, I think one time one of my friends uh, said, you got to kind of reestablish what the American dream is. It's a lot different today. You know, so I think sometimes it has to be a collaborative thing. You know, my father used to work overnight. So my mother used to be in the day. So she would take care of us and my father would do it's just different ways. He always made more, but it was different. So I, I, I get his point. But I think today I keep hearing younger guys on YouTube talk about traditional women, traditional women. We're never going back to that age. You know, I think everything does have to be, you know, all or nothing. I think a woman can have a career and a family. It does it very, very rarely now. Like my mother stayed home for the first three years to take care of me. The first three years without having to work. And my father held that down. That'd be kind of hard for somebody to do today. If, if you're not, you know, it's, just, it's different. Yeah, man. I remember just if we have some tapes of past episodes where I was talking about how the cost of living has changed so much 
that that traditional man earner thing wasn't as possible for everybody and you y'all were killing me on those and now i hear kevin talking i'm sitting there like what no we just did y'all were was you. That was an initiation oh, didn't agree with me y'all want to y'all wanted y'all wanted somebody with a beard a bigger beard to talk and that would at, at least have that you know <laughs> okay all right i see i i, I gotta grow my dream. I hear you. I see you. kevin did we need her oh <laughs> No, right. We gotta have a meeting. We gotta have a meeting. Wait, wait. Can 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 do we have a call in number? I need Narette to tell this story. That's gold right there. Narette, wait, I'm your brother. I'm your brother. Chill, 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 baby. Chill. Yo, yeah, don't get Miss Sally started, Narette. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, you gotta type. You gotta type. Uh oh. Oh man. I spoke to her today, by the way, Narette. That's what's so funny. She called me today, which is funny. Oh yeah, man. But no, I mean, I you think, with the but, hey, big head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Nah, but um, I think, man, like you said, was right, Damien. Man, I mean, listen, this is a two family. I mean, a two income time now. The you know the times of you know a man just sitting back and making all the money, and a woman just sitting home barefoot, pregnant with the kids or whatever. That's long gone. That horse has left the the, the barn. Yeah. And um, and now we just have to reassess how we do things. If you are a man and you're in a quote unquote traditional relationship right now, that means you're probably going to have to do some chores, my man. You know what I'm saying? You're probably going to have to do some laundry. You might have to sweep every now and then. You might have to pick up the kids. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. You know, maybe do some homework with them. Do something, you know, be involved at some point, you know, and because she's got to go out and she's got to work as well, man, just to keep the lights on for you, you know, so, so, um, it is what it is, you know, so I don't think that, um, I think when it, when I hear a lot of brothers talking about the younger brothers, especially talking about traditional relationships, I think they're talking about, um, women having a respect for men for still having a certain respect for masculinity and for a man being his, you know, still being himself, despite, you know, him not having, you know, his, his worth not being attached to his necessarily to his bank account or what right. he's able to earn. You know what I mean? So, um, so, um, I think they're speaking more along the lines of that, but, um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, there, I mean, obviously there has to be some nuance there that needs to be addressed. Well, you know? we had that guy at the top of the show, but Spoonifa didn't want him because she couldn't put her finger <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh my God. But you, I think, I think you're all of y'all, y'all have great points. All of y'all, I agree with everything, honestly. Um, I was, I was, you know, we talked about as uh, previously, we talked about the the amount of unreal expectations that's being tossed around, and I think that also creates that reaction, right? So if we hear the spoonisha, as Kelvin very greatly uh, coined, come in and say he he had this 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 and this, and everybody's like, wow, and then she's like, but there was something missing. What was missing? I don't know. It's like okay. Yeah. You know what, what what's your expectation? What was missing was the right woman. That's what was missing. I think it was the 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 scissors that could fix her bangs or the I'm a, somebody else. So I'm muting myself again. I, we were supposed to be peaceful, we were supposed to be helpful, productive, and she had Bobby Brown jaw. And I, I couldn't not think about it. But yo, but see what happens is now, so then now she he leaves our community and go get somebody from Wisconsin, he found. And that's what it is. You see what I'm saying? Mm. He's foul, that, right? That's a good point. If, and, right. and then, then honestly, Dr. Umar if that happens, get all over him, right? <laughs> if that happens, 
then would do you still blame the guy though? What nope. if he did a video and said, "Look, this woman, I did this, 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 and this, and she still told me no." What do y'all want me to do after that? What do you say to him? Right, right, right. You, you got another sister. You go yep, get another that's, sister, that, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you gotta find another <laughs> queen. Go to the island, find a queen. <laughs> they want to find out, Kelvin. We gotta have a meeting, Derek. We gotta I have suppose, a meeting. I suppose. <laughs> let me tell you something. Years ago, I went out with Derek and his wife, and um, I had a date. And let me tell you something. Derek and his wife, they're the coolest people in the world. Except when Norette be roasting me online. But but in person, <laughs> no. In person, maybe they the coolest people out. You know, that's that's one of the couples that that I like to admire, you know, <laughs> much like D and Masali. Well, I admire Masali. This great woman of strength. Great woman. <laughs> you got to type, y'all. You got to type. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> she gonna end up at a, at a scissor sister. Oh shit! Oh my god! Um, out, out. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So there is a story um, that we should know at some point, right? Like maybe next week's show, you can start off. With How was your week? You can talk Who's about the about whole me? story. Yeah. Oh me, yeah. There's not this. There's you not had a Roni, here. right? Like Bobby Brown's thing here. about truth there's about not a Roni. Okay, you sure? Here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my reputation is bad on live, boy. I tell you, no, nah, I'm just trying to do the right thing, brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me get one more, you know, one more from my man Jamie. What mothers didn't teach their sons? Yeah. Jamie, a lot of mothers failed their sons in this in this regard. A lot of mothers told sons how to be a good man. Our mothers told us to be good providers for the women to you know be the protector to give her what she needs to be upstanding there's these specific things that a real man does this you know if 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 you are secular a real man pay all the bills if you if you you know have faith a real man prays with his wife so whatever whatever particular perspective you're coming from there's criteria for a real man what we did not get what we did not get mothers what we did not get and i gotta get on y'all what y'all failed to give men is what to expect from women because what you were doing for the most part is you were raising your sons to be the man you wish you had what i would say i think it's i think that's fair go ahead go ahead Derek. Mm. i mean go ahead damien so whoever did the uh subtitles just just you know you know, word search, some type of, uh, you know, corrective. They have all those things. Like, just, just use it. Just use it. <laughs> just use it. I'm reading along, and I'm like, wait, I don't understand what he's saying. I had to stop reading the words. Yeah. Because, you know, the words flash is a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just had to block it out. But, you know, that's all I, I just wanted to. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Let me say this. I said this this week. I don't think we survived. The, the effects of heroin in the 70s, crack cocaine in the 80s, and I think uh, even to some extent hip-hop, um, the image of, of men, I think what, what young women were drawn to at a certain point or felt that they had left to choose from. I knew guys in the 80s, late 80s and early 90s that ran women for sport. Like 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 a young girl in a certain neighborhood or like that, between the 10 drug dealers on the corner trying to get at her and this, that, and the third, it was just a lot. And so I think what women wanted in men or thought they wanted in men, I don't think there was a great reference point. And then you had, I think it started maybe with the 70s when they started asking men, making men leave to give women social services. 
I think the family started, our family started taking a hit then. So if you don't have, you're asking somebody to act out a role they've never seen played before. I challenge mm -hmm. you to get a woman between 20 and 25 and ask her what she wants in a man. And I did it one time and I heard stuff like, do you have a job? Didn't know, no certain characteristic or qualities, just didn't really know what to look for. And so what they saw was some tangible evidence what they thought was success. How many drug dealers did you know had girls because of what they was driving and what they was wearing? Had nothing to do with who they were, had nothing to do with character or whatever like that, and they fell for it. Then you had kids by these guys, then they got locked up, then it was whatever. I just think we, we're dealing with a lot of damage that has been done. And you want to create healthy relationships from very, very toxic environments, I think you're going to get what we get right now. So now yeah. instead of the man, I want to see what I can get from him. I want only fans. I want you to take me to eat. I want you to take me shopping, buy me a Louis bag and stuff like that. In other words, I'm going to use him just like he's tried to use me. And that's it. And we have a stalemate that's going like this. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I do believe it starts, and this is just my opinion. Everybody is free to disagree with me. I believe it starts with honest conversations that's free from like judgment and like uh, just that aggression, that combative aggression. It's like, can we have a conversation where I can speak honestly and you don't get angry and you don't hate me and you don't label me or judge me? And can I do the same for you? So if uh, people, I do think this is a thing that people should start practicing with their friends, right? Because a lot of times your friends going, they're going to back you up to the ends of the earth, right? So even if you could try it in an environment that's safe and comfortable for you, just saying, you know what, I'm going to speak honestly and openly about some things and I want you to um, do the same, my friend, right? We already, we've done did everything and we got all the secrets. Let's see if we can practice this new skill that might help us repair some of the damage that's done when we try to connect with others when you was a kid the barbershop right was older dudes telling you to get into relationships or telling you how to get with girls and just do what you want to do i wasn't even listening to those dudes i had headphones on listening to freaking black moon album like, i'm be honest i was i was listening to rap i was listening to some of my older brothers i heard them talk about stuff but a lot a lot of their conversations was more like you know, oh man, da, 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 came by yesterday. You know, she was wearing that thing and I'm just listening, you know. So, um, but I heard the stories. Don't trust the gold diggers. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, look at her, look at her. She just wants something because look at how she's dressed. And it's like, I heard that stuff. But remember at a young age, I'm talking about like four years old. My mother was telling me, you could believe that if you want to. So I was already skeptical of what I was randomly hearing from people. If you weren't able to really provide context and understanding, I was already like, eh, I guess. But I don't have to believe what you believe. I don't have to look up to what you say and do, because who are you to me? You're you're nobody. You're a stranger. Right. But other people didn't have that foundation and other people didn't have that support system that I may have had. And I'm very I consider myself very fortunate for my family. Shout out. Wall ups and downs. I'm going to get those comments in real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I was, mm -hmm. And also, I just want to add shout out to my wife, Narette, for telling my son that for my, my son that they shouldn't be mistreated by anybody especially women especially you know so um your t says uh, i hate to say women shouldn't need to speak with their sons about manhood he can observe and speak with his father um yeah you're right it should be that way um and luna says i agree teach young men about how they should be treated by women uh how to identify the red flags that some uh, women come with so that they can run the other way 
you know. Uh, young men deserve to be protected as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, shout out to shout my out wife. to the homie. Yeah, and shout out to Luna as well. Shout out to you, Luna. Uh, shout out to my wife for letting my son to for, for doing exactly that with 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 our kids. You know, Kevin, real quick. I think in the barbershop, I think you got a little bit of lessons from each person. Depends where that person was at in their life. That if you whatever you listen to from the barbershop, like you might get somebody that cut used to cut your hair. Only to, <laughs> so, you know, used to cut your hair. You know what kind of advice you gonna get from him? It's gonna be how to how to get how many girls you can get. Then you might get somebody like I, that used to cut my hair. And like, yo, man, take him out to a date. That's how you treat a woman. You know, open the door. Depends right. which person you're getting, where exactly. they at in the time of their life. Now, you and I did different because we already went to the barbershop with fathers. We already knew a foundation beforehand. Mm -hmm. Whereas you get the young, impressionable. I remember a kid was in the barbershop one time. He's 20 years old. He's like, yo, I don't trust women at all. He's 20. He, but you, you just started dealing with women. I mean, it's yeah, he, like, you know. Man, he, just like, started, he just started pissing straight. 20, yeah, no, exactly. you know what I'm saying? How dumb but already the distrust, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but that, that's that's nurtured, right? That's taught. That's yeah, no doubt, like, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, so and it speaks back to what you were talking about earlier. That the throughout time, I think even before, you know, when people was wearing zoot suits, right? It was to draw attention. It was to be fly. It was to look fresh. Right, look right. like you have money. So all of that stuff was always there. Was always an attractiveness to that symbols of wealth, and I think it just got. It got steroids pumped into it, like 70s, 80s, 90s. Because yeah. now instead of like having a nice suit, having a decent car, you have millions of dollars. You throwing money at the club. You're, you know, drinking champagne and just right. pouring it out. You know, it's this exorbitant amount of excess. Do you um, remember Chris Brown had a, a song that said these hoes ain't loyal? They was mad that he called them disloyal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so true. He never said that. Was, they yeah, were upset about the disloyal people. No, wasn't mad. Kidding about yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's deep. Yep. We are too loyal. That's first of all, when she said we, you you have to listen to that. When they say we, I'm like, oh wait, you're are you a, are you saying that you yourself identify as this other word? Yeah, yep. you know, yep. you know, you gotta say it properly because if you put it right, you be like, what you mean? You just wait. Are you saying you identify Yo, as one of these garden tools? Yo, and then we check yes or no. Bitches and shit, but hold tricks. I said, I ain't no, I ain't no trick. I know. Even worse than that, they're actually singing the lyrics better than you because they know the song better too. And they teaching you the words. Like you don't know this part? No. <laughs> like, right. Oh, that's right. deep. Man. That's deep. But we in trouble. We in, we in trouble. Kelvin, say it again before we wrap out. My people don't. Oh, we never gonna get over no <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we want to thank everybody for rocking out with us. Check out our man Gordon Still, man. Everything you know, what he's doing down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. And for the brothers that let's chop it up, we want to say peace, peace, and peace. <laughs>